On today's insights, using social media to drive business leads, why you should get laser focused with your client database, and why is now the right time to redo your website. Insights is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Right now, we're talking to lots of staffing companies that want to do more marketing, but money is tight. That's why we created three new low-cost marketing services to help you sell more. First, Haley Mail Lead Gen a three-month content and direct marketing campaign to show employers how to reopen for business and better use staffing services. Second, Talent On Demand. This service positions your company as an ideal partner for last-minute needs and helps you better cross-sell all the kinds of positions you can fill. Finally, we're offering our digital sales toolkit that combines video email, web content, email marketing, and more to make your outbound sales efforts easier and more productive. To learn more about any of these services, you can give us a call at 888-696-2900 or visit haleymarketing.com slash COVID recovery. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights. Tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by our director of recruitment marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we doing this week, buddy? We're doing great, Brad. We're in summer. We, we're based in the Western New York area, and we have had August weather in June. So it's been, we, we went from a really bad May to an awesome June, and we're enjoying the weather because we're making the best of, of our new normal, quote unquote, and, and it's been a really good start to the, to the summer here in, in the Western New York area. Matt, how was Father's Day weekend? It was good, hot, yeah, but a lot of fun. You know, when, when, you, when you become a dad, your Father's Day and your birthday becomes more important to your kid or children than you. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. And it keeps you grounded, and it was a lot of fun. How, how was your Father's Day weekend with your family? It was great. Got to see my parents. We saw, well, my dad and, and my mom. We saw my in-laws. Um, it was great. You know, I am burnt. As you mentioned, it is officially summer in Buffalo. So we are definitely being very generous with the after the sun lotion uh, right now. But I am burnt to a crisp, as you can see on the video here. Uh, listeners, it's, it's bad. But we're going to be okay. And like Matt said, summer's here. Golf season is here. It's another sunny day in Buffalo. So zero complaints out of me. Matt, let's get to the show. Let's go. How can staffing and recruiting agencies use social media to drive business leads? Matt, often when we talk to prospects and even when we talk to clients, the first instinct is that social media is great for candidate acquisition, candidate growth. But Matt, if we think about the social media landscape and, and maybe we just laser in on, on Facebook here and, and make it very specific. If we think about Facebook with a billion monthly active users, your client database is also on Facebook. You know, those individuals, hiring managers, decision makers are using Facebook. So Matt, if we think about how we can use social media collectively to drive business leads, you know, where would you get started? Where would you begin? On Facebook, I would just begin with posting good content. 
because something that really stuck out with me and it actually came from our CEO, David Stearns, it was a few years ago. And, you know, we'll talk internally as a company about different strategies and tactics. And he hears the same kind of resistance that other people will hear is CEOs aren't on Facebook. They're only on LinkedIn. And, you know, David, yeah, he spends time on LinkedIn because it helps connect with family and whatnot. And he gets information there. But if something is a good enough piece of content and you're a business owner or a decision maker, you're going to click on it because you care. And yes, it might be time when you shut it off for a little bit. But if you share really good content, if you're a staffing company, or even just a, a leader at a staffing company, and you share really good content on addressing pain points for companies, they're going to, you know, the, the antennas are going to go up and people are going to look into that content to see if it can help them. Great content will always cut through the clutter. Great content with a great thumb-stopping image will always cut through the clutter. And Matt, when we think about what types of content staffing and recruiting firms can be sharing right now, maybe we start with client pain points. You know, what are the biggest pain points that your prospects are dealing with right now? As we look at July, what are going to be the biggest pain points of your local market, of the industry that you serve? And how can you address those pain points? So maybe we're sharing great resources about um, America going back to work, or we're sharing about how to keep people safe and healthy uh, with, with COVID potentially spiking back up in some states here. We're thinking through those client pain points of hiring, you know, amid record high unemployment where the, the candidate pool is so vast that now we have to weed through some individuals who are underqualified. Let's talk about those pain points because Matt, as you alluded to, that's going to captivate attention. People are going to see that and say, hey, that's, that's something that I'm dealing with on a day-to-day basis. I want to read. I want to know what they have to say about this. The, the principles and the best practices never change, right? Brad says pain points. It's now we're, you know, end of June, 2020, getting into July, 2020. It's always pain points. The pain points have just changed. Correct. So it's safety. It could be, you know, how do you handle COVID in the workplace when somebody actually gets sick or the temperature checks, that type of area, or even I think something that could be a really great piece of content is the remote hiring guide, the remote yep. onboarding guide, because that's a huge area, an uncharted area where Companies are, they know it's coming. They're probably a little resistant to really fully embracing remote hiring and remote interviewing and remote onboarding, but it needs to be done because it'll put your candidates at ease and that hopefully will lead to a better process for everyone and ultimately better talent for you to send out on job orders. Matt, through our Social Pro program here at Haley Marketing, we're overseeing the social media efforts for roughly 100 staffing and recruiting firms across the country. And some of the best visuals that I've seen come out of, of our team lately are requested employee images or these images that just say, we're still here for you. And, and I want to talk about both of those briefly. The requested employee, they're captivating, they look really strong, and they're driving social users back to a requested employee form, back to a contact form. If you think about the candidate side, the, the comparable post would be driving someone back to the job board where they can take action, you know, a now hiring or a, a view our jobs type of post. This request an employee, maybe it says something like your hiring process made easier or, or need to hire, we can help. And you're funneling that traffic back where a decision maker can request services, can request a call with you. 
the we're still here for you images, I think are great coming out of the, the landscape that we've been in for a while because it shows the community that you're still here. There's, I remember Matt, when I was giving one of my presentations in, in March or April, there was a stat that said 25% of businesses would not reopen after COVID-19. These types of graphics, the we're still here for you mentality shows your audience that yes, it was tough for a couple months, but we're still here and, and we're doing great and we're ready to, to serve you and, and to help. Um, we're following CDC guidelines. We're doing everything that we can as an organization to make sure that, that we're staying safe and healthy so that we can provide world-class service to you. Those are great ideas. And I think, you know, one that can really wrap this up, maybe just help you to get into a new client or to reignite a relationship with the previous client is, you know, why the staffing industry? And in an economy that's un, a little unstable right now, right? I mean, the stock market's gone back up, but the economy and unemployment are still feeling, feeling, feeling out this, this, new, this new world we're in. And, you know, there's an election on the horizon. There's a potential for coronavirus to, to spark up, especially with flu season coming up. And why the staffing industry can really, you know, maybe it can help put companies at ease on when they're not ready to dig back into that full-time direct hire perm, you know, whatever term you want to use placement, but they need work done and they want to get into a temporary role of adding people for maybe two weeks, four weeks, 13 weeks, whatever the length of the assignment would be. And to really speak to why businesses should partner with staffing agencies, you know, through a really great graphic, through a piece of content, through just one or two sentences on how you can help them grow, but help them stay safe, you know, financially and also with their physical workers can be a great way to really help share content on Facebook to nurture that relationship with, with companies who are looking to grow and, you know, maybe forgot about staffing industry as an option. Matt, let's hop into segment two. Why should you get laser focused with your client database? Matt, we've talked about managing a client database on Insights before. We've talked about client acquisition on Insights before. I was talking to a client just last week about attracting a client audience and what we can do to stay top of mind with a client audience. And, and you and I started talking about this topic and we felt the need to bring it to Insights again to elevate that conversation. Matt, when you think about nurturing a client database or a prospect database, email marketing is a great way to stay in front of those individuals on a consistent basis. Yes, if you're looking at lead generation, you're looking at prospecting, there are other marketing tactics that you can add to an email program to drive new inbound leads. But if you have this database and you've been building this database for years, one of the best things that you can do is make sure you're actually using it and using it effectively. So Matt, what we wanted to talk about today was getting laser focused with that client database, making sure that as you have a list of, you know, forsaken numbers, Matt, let's say a hundred prospects on a list that are also a mix of current clients, former clients, past clients, and prospects, making sure you know who is who so that your messaging is consistent and laser focused to that group. You know, and Matt, just, just so I could share a quick point here. It's thinking through if you're reaching out to prospects, you're talking about your services in one way. Whereas if you're talking to individuals who know who you are already and are current clients and have been partnering with you for let's say 10, 20 years, you're talking to them in a different way. 
We want to have specific messaging. We want to make sure that we're not just sending out the same message to everybody to add confusion, to add noise to the email inbox, but instead we're laser focused with what we're saying. Yeah, that's, that's a really great intro here. And I think the one area, there's a term that is really popular if you dig in a little bit deeper into the marketing world. It's, and I think you might be alluding to a little bit, but it's personalized automation. It's what can you do, right? We want to have that personalized touch because there are so many touch points with email and online advertising and sensory overload, basically, when you're on your computer or smart device. But you want it to feel personalized in a one-to-one aspect. So what can you do with that content or that prospect who might be a new lead that came in here today, you know, June 22nd when we're taping this, or maybe someone who reached out in April or February or three years ago, what can you do to share that content with those different prospects for where they are in your, in your sales funnel and your sales process with really, you know, a personalized touch that can be as automated as possible. It's, it's a tough marriage, but it, it's the goal. Southwest Airlines does this incredibly well. If you're logged into a Southwest account, you look at a flight on their website. I know I was just doing this because I was supposed to be speaking in in Birmingham at the beginning of the year. So I I was logged in. I looked at flights. I didn't actually buy a flight, but I kind of just went on with my day. The next morning, I got an email that said, Brad, come back and book your $199 flight to Birmingham. Very, very specific to me through that personalized automation like Matt's talking about. You know, if Matt were to look at a website or, you know, Southwest and and look at a flight to Hawaii, he would have gotten the exact same email just tailored towards his search. So, you know, Matt, if we're thinking through how to manage that client database and have customized um, um, automation, how we can make that automation more personalized, it's thinking through how you can use different variables in your email database. How can you make sure that you're addressing an individual by name instead of just hi reader or hi comma, that's it. How can you say hi Brad and then have a nice opening letter that looks very personalized, looks like it has that touch point. Can you pull in certain information about them, their company? Maybe that's a variable. So I hope everything is going well at Matt's staffing firm because your database has that information in it. You're using that personalized automation as a way to have a very specific conversation with somebody, but you're doing that at scale. The example from Southwest is great because this is a perfect time to analyze and look at what happens in your consumer day-to-day world and bring it over to, to your business. Because like Brad said, Southwest Airlines is one. He was looking at a flight. Now he has a personalized recommendation. You know, surprise, Matt's looking at a new golf driver. He's going to start digging around some sites and he's going to get personalized recommendations because I left it in my cart or just viewed a page. And now all of a sudden, the companies that, that market correctly are going to continue to, to pump information to me until I get to that breaking point and purchase something. So it's a way to really look at how companies are engaging with your content, maybe, or if you have a system to where, you know, like Brad said, you want that personalized content, but you know, who is engaging with your content? Can you look to see who's opening your emails, who is clicking on your emails to gauge their interest and then move them into different parts to continue to, you know, make them aware or gain their interest and get them to that action point. 
and, and we might not necessarily have a shopping cart, right? But we do have eBooks that are gated on our website. We have specific forms that are gated on our website. So maybe it's staffing and recruiting firms using that knowledge and saying, okay, for the month of July, anybody that downloads eBook X is going to receive a follow-up email at the end of the month that is tailored towards that topic. If they download eBook Y, that list is going to receive another what looks like a custom message, right? But it's tailored specifically because they downloaded that ebook. We need to use the data that we have. We need to use the insights that we're generating through our forms, through our website, through our database, and use it effectively. And, and again, Matt, just to wrap up this segment, it's thinking through how you can have those personalized automation, those personalized touch points at scale. If you're talking to all of your prospects, what message are you going to send? If you're talking to former clients, what message will you send that reactivates them? If you're talking to your current clients, what message can you send that tells them about additional services that you offer? How can you get them into additional business um, units that you, that you facilitate? How can you create additional revenue from them because of other services that you offer? Think through your client database. Think through who all of those people are because they're not just emails. There's, there's individuals on the other end of that email address. What message do each of them want to receive and how can you segment that list to be very specific and very, very granular with what you're saying to them? Matt, let's hop into segment three and get it wrapped up here. Why is now the right time to redo your staffing and recruiting website? And Matt, I got to issue a bit of a disclaimer here. We are the marketing guys. We're always going to say, hey, you can always redo your marketing website, right? You can always redo your website. There's always things and small tweaks you can make. So as a bit of a disclaimer, yes, we're the marketing guys. But Matt has a really good point here as we were talking and getting prepared for the show. Matt, tell us, why is now the right time to redo your staffing website? I think there's two really good reasons. You know, the first one, if you, if you haven't dug in yet, is you might have a little bit slower time. Like business might be down a little bit and there might just be some extra hours or maybe, you know, you have somebody on staff that has some extra time as a good project management, you know, organizational skills. And it's a time to look at your website. And that's combining the fact of does your company have PPP money? And, you know, not all of that has to go directly to, to salaries of, you know, your employees, but I'm sure you could find a way to, to really use that money to grow your business because the combination of those factors, you know, the, we're hoping for that V recession where it bounces back. And when co people come back to your company, right? We talked about the first two segments was very focused on clients. You know, what is someone thinking the first time they go to your website, right? That's your front door to your company when, you know, it was becoming the front door to your company before we didn't go anywhere. Now that we don't go anywhere, it's, basically the front door to your staffing agency. And then on that recruitment side, how easy is it for someone to learn about your company, to apply for your job with your company? And the combination of those areas are going to, one, lead to more applications, but hopefully lead to more applications of quality talent. I was talking to a client last week about their website and they, they have a website with Haley Marketing. I think it launched maybe only two years ago, Matt, and, and he was having the conversation about whether or not it was time to, to freshen things up. And I was very honest with him. And, and the analogy that I use is similar to a car. You know, when you buy a new car 
and you leave the lot with that car, the value of that car automatically drops. But with a website, you can do everything right. You can have the best website, ongoing SEO that, that was baked into the site at Go Live. You can have your conversion funnel set up, your job board looking really great, your, your eBooks and your gated content working and functioning properly. As soon as that site's live, something in the internet is going to shift and there's a small tweak that you can make the day it goes live. And, and that's just how digital marketing is, right? We can do everything we can to make sure that it's set up for success at go live, but there's always small tweaks that you can make. So really the challenge becomes for a staffing and recruiting firm, it's look at your website and figure out where there's friction. What can you simplify? What can you make easier for an applicant or for a decision maker to get in contact with you? How can you make sure that you're reducing friction, you're minimizing that friction, and you're doing everything necessary to make it an enjoyable experience to be on your website? See, we're going to go behind the curtain here, and I got Brad on the friction train because he bought a book on Amazon in seven seconds over the weekend. I texted Matt on Saturday, and I was at Southern Tier Brewery with my wife and my parents, and somehow Walden by Thoreau came up. and. I looked at it on my phone. We were sitting there. No joke. We're sitting there. I searched for it. I added it to my cart. And in one swipe, because now Amazon does swipe right to purchase, I bought the, I bought the book, uh, which I read back in high school. I just wanted to pick it up again because we were talking about it. I bought it before I think the conversation was over. And I looked at my wife, Rachel, and I was like, Rach, just so you know, that'll be here Monday. So not only did I order it in seven seconds, but because of Prime, it's, I mean, we're recording this at 1.15. Matt, it might be in my mailbox right now. I, I haven't looked yet today, but there's a very good chance that it can. But to get back to, to our point here, it's reducing yep. friction. How can I buy that item as easy as possible so that I can do it whenever, wherever? How can you have a prospect reach out to you when they want, how they want, as efficiently as possible? And it's not just, the conversion that need to be friction, you know, reduce that or make it easy. It's also the messaging or the look and feel because, you know, you can get lost in studies, I'm sure, of research of how long people take to evaluate websites. It could be three seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, regardless of the number. That's a small amount of seconds. That's a very low number when somebody comes across your business. You're, you know, if you're the owner, like this is your company, it makes a decision on you. Basically, you know, very quickly in the amount of time, it doesn't even take you to sing happy birthday. Like it's super quick. It's short, but it's a, a opportunity to make yourself look bigger than you are to come across that you're a really strong company and to make it a true representation of the, the service and offerings you have to provide to prospects in candidates. So creating that website, yes, it does take continual updates to make it keep functioning very well. But to have that exceptionally strong base is a phenomenal launching point. And think about when you walk into a restaurant or a bar for the first time, that first walk through the door, you're automatically thinking about whether or not you're going to stay there and whether or not you're going to come back. And that decision is made in instinctively. As soon as you walk through the door, you know whether or not you're going to be a repeat visitor and whether or not you're actually going to eat there or just walk in and walk out. Websites are the exact same. If your website isn't inviting people to stay there, isn't driving people to take action, 
they're going to go somewhere else where they have a better experience. They're going to go to another staffing or recruiting firm's website where they feel more welcome, where they feel more comfortable. If they, to stay on the restaurant analogy here, if they can't look at your menu of services and see exactly what you provide efficiently and effectively, they're going to go somewhere else. They're not going to take their time and call you or email you or shoot the contact form a, a message and say, hey, I'd love to know what service you offer. They should be able to identify that in a very easy to digest page. Just like a menu, you wouldn't walk into a restaurant, look at the menu and, and, and just look at the, the bartender or the waitress and say, actually, just tell me your you know, entire line of services here or what you provide, right? You're going to do that due diligence. Decision makers, job applicants are doing the exact same on your website. And that really kind of, we've, we've had some real life examples here, I think, because the first impression does make a big difference. And if you're able to make that great first impression with your website, that could lead to new business, that could lead to new applicants and help you get back the revenue that was lost here in, in the second quarter of 2020. So looking at the different reasons, it's a great time to to redo your website. It's Time is probably a little bit more available maybe for your company and combining that with maybe additional resources through if you have some PPP money or just maybe your bit state opened up quick and you were able to jump on some job orders and you have that revenue, build off of that and really show that you're growing and you're attacking this, this huge blip to our economy we experienced in the second quarter of 2020 and build off it and keep the momentum moving forward to help your company grow. Matt, before we end segment three, you have some exciting news to share with us. So I'm going to give you the floor here. Go ahead. Let us know what's going on. Exciting for some might not be exciting for others, but here at Haley Marketing, like we're looking to grow. And, you know, I'm here with Director of Recruitment Marketing, and we're hoping to really push that industry in staffing to help bring more recruitment marketing solutions to the industry to help companies get better quality candidates that meet the values of their staffing company. And here, you know, we're looking for someone to sell our product to really help consult with companies and grow that product. And the reason it could be exciting for some people is you get to work with me. The reason it could not be exciting for some people is you get to work with me. So over these past 40 plus episodes of insights, if you like what Haley marketing has done with, you know, with the content we provided here and you want to, you know, help sell some recruitment marketing and bring solutions through consulting to the industry. You know, we'd love to have you tech, check out the job. You know, the job is posted at jobs.haleymarketing.com and read the description, see if it's the right fit and help see if it's, you want to join the team here to help grow recruitment marketing in the staffing industry. Matt, tell us a little bit about what you're looking for in the ideal candidate. So we're, you're hiring a recruitment marketing sales consultant. If you're listening now thinking, hey, that, that sounds like it could be the role for me. Matt, who are you looking for as an ideal candidate? We're, it's very similar to Haley Marketing. Like if you bought from us before, it's the same kind of consultative process. You know, we're looking for companies that are going to help sell the four pillars of recruitment marketing, right? We sell career websites. We sell social recruiting solutions. We help companies build their employer branding. And we also help manage recruitment advertising spend. So the, the person who can really help companies look at their recruitment marketing overall and find the right way on, you know, what's the first couple of steps? Like we build recruitment marketing roadmaps here at Haley Marketing. 
So really looking at their overall current place in the recruitment industry of their recruitment process and where's the best place to get started? Where can we help increase that efficiency, you know, increase your ROI, get the most out of your marketing budget so that person who can really consult and sell in a little bit shorter term process, not a longer term process, is the right fit for, for this job to help, you know, look at the problems facing staffing industries, look at the solutions Haley Marketing provides and consult with them to figure out if, you know, our team's the right fit or if there's a better recommendation out there, which is what we make, you know, sometimes as well. So yeah, again, Matt's looking for a recruitment marketing sales consultant. If you think you'd be perfect for the role, you could check out jobs.haleymarketing.com to learn more, or you can reach out to Matt Lozar on LinkedIn, shoot him a message and, and get that conversation rolling. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts with us. You have a question? You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You could check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.